You're listening to The Bottom Line Up Front, The Bluff, a business advice podcast delivering quick, actionable tips and strategies to help the aspiring entrepreneurs successfully launch and grow their business from day one. In business, the only thing that matters are results. The quicker you achieve them, the more profitable your business will be. So let's eliminate the fluff and cut straight to the chase. I am your host, Natalie D. Let's get started. Hi guys, are you interested in making a podcast? Well, check out Anchor. It's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And it will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started right away. All right, guys. So in episode two, I mentioned that I'll be bringing on a special guest this week. And I'm super excited to introduce to you fellow business owner, Shanice L.M., the owner of Jahari and Lou. Shanice, are you there? I am. Peace, peace, peace. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so glad that you could join me this evening. How's the day going? I'm glad to be here. It's been going. I've been um creating since this a.m and i'm actually looking forward to unwinding for just a little bit but i'm glad to be here i'm glad to be here okay awesome awesome so we're just gonna jump right into it because this is the bluff okay and we like to go straight to the chase you know eliminate all the fluff and this episode is pretty much geared towards humble beginnings right and so when Mm -hmm. i think of humble beginnings you know a couple of episodes ago we talked about the foundation and then we talked about you know bringing your idea to life but then what happens after that when you start getting into the day-to-day activities of your business so what does day one look like business owner who's just starting out so the reason why i i asked you to participate and be here is on this podcast so you can just share with us a little bit about your experiences and you know just give us some tips on how a new entrepreneur can you know kind of start off on the right foot so um i'm just going to jump into the first question that i have for you which is what is one thing you wish you would have done on day one that you know now that you did not do hmm one of the things that I would have done on day one, initiated probably in the beginning of business, was I would have invested a lot more into my business. Um, I think as a young entrepreneur, as a French entrepreneur, sometimes you get caught up in the sales and how great your business, if your business is taking off uh, like mine did, um, you get kind of wrapped up in the surface um of the surface portion of what's going on and behind the scenes you know there's investing there's analytics there's marketing there's uh things that you know we kind of whims by when you're trying to you know stand up your brand so if, if i had to go back and 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 go back to day one and do something different i would definitely like invest in my brand i would spend uh, a little bit more money um uh creating a um uh timeless logo a timeless um, tagline for the name, uh, things like that. Some something that would have stayed for the long haul that I would not have to have revamped over time. If that makes sense, right, right. Because you know, um, 
and big business, you know, we we know the iconic brands, and uh, I'll just use Nike for example. You know that infamous check. You know Nike have mm-hmm. have been having that check Forever. for, Ever. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I'm not sure of how the concept of that check came about, but you know, it's kind of one of those timeless icons, those timeless logos, um, right? That that is synonymous with that brand. So. Um, right. So I'm for, sure. The, go ahead. So for me, um, when I started out, I just kind of ran with the first thing that I liked that kind of represented my brand without taking the time to invest in it, like hiring a, um, you know, a logo designer to help me create a timeless, authentic look. You know what I mean? Like Nike, like you mentioned, has an authentic, timeless logo and it's been with them forever but that's not something I was thinking about when I first launched right right and you know the logo the logo is an important you know aspect of developing a brand you know because it gives you that that brand recognition and kind of you know foot stumps the social proof right right Um, and it's with you forever so that's your yeah that is you. You rep- that represents you. It's with you forever. So yeah. you know, being invested in like that kind of uh, it's multiple things that you need to invest in in the beginning. But I, I would definitely have taken time to invest it more into my business. That way, um, it rep. You know what I represent would come across as what I wanted it to represent. Not oh shoot, I should have changed this. Oh shoot, I should have led with that. You know, um, just spending, just taking some more time to invest into my business. Right. And, you know, another side of that, you know, when developing a logo, I mentioned that I may not know the exact history behind why Nike has the swoosh or the check. But, mm-hmm. you know, as an Air Force person, I know um, the symbolism of the Air Force symbol and just the whole concept and how that was designed. So I mentioned mm-hmm. that only because, mm-hmm. you know, when you dive into the reason behind why you do certain things mm-hmm. then you can come up with a visual image i.e logo that express the symbolic nature of what you're bringing and presenting to the world so exactly outside of just the design piece of it exactly. you want to make sure that you want to link it link that it, it means something yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes most so importantly. i so i i i'm i'm very happy with my logo um the, the second go round um only because i actually took time to sit down with a designer and um it was a consultation like this is what i mean by investing it was an actual consultation she asked me questions about what i wanted to do what i was looking for what i wanted to represent and so i feel like i have that now with my logo um with the very eclectic lines and it which represents to me authenticity um different um uh, 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 I've mentioned authenticity, but it also represents maybe the the from a from a, a different perspective the the visual of a bead is in which I work with mm-hmm. every day. I work with beads every day, so it's a timeless, authentic, eclectic look for me, which is exactly what I asked, what she asked me for, and what I gave to her in developing my um my logo. So I wanted it to be different i didn't i I didn't want to be um what every you know the the typical you throw something together you throw a few words around around it and boom you got a logo i needed it to mean something Uh, like our jahari and lou is an authentic brand jahari and lou is 
um, one of a kind. You're not going to find it anywhere else. And so I needed my logo to represent that. And she delivered. So, you know, investing in your brand is heavy. Everybody wants to have a business these days. It's, you know, the tax write off and for whatever reason, right? Because you want to say you're a business owner, you're a CEO, whatever the case, um, you're a CEO, whatever the case. Um, but right, but you know, knowing um, knowing this now, how important it was to um, to connect my uh, brand with my why and with its image, I would have invested more more into it. Okay, I I wholeheartedly agree, and you know what. It's funny that you mentioned um, you actually talked to a consultant because that leads us into our next question, which is how valuable is it um, to your business from hiring a business consultant or consultant for a specific need or aspect in your business? How valuable is that to you? Okay, so it it is invaluable. That's what I will say. In the beginning, the first half ah. of... Um, in the first half of me launching my business, um, I did not necessarily see the value in having a business consultant because, you know, uh, a lot of us come in thinking we know it all. We got it. We run it mm -hmm. on our own. We in charge. I'm the senior creatress. I'm the CEO. I'm the CEO. Okay. I'm the chief, cre whatever. Right. But you don't know everything. And for me, I'm a creative. Right. I just tapped into my creative abilities couple of years ago and I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it you know but I um, am not analytical I am not a numbers gal okay so eventually um, you will if you have not already <laughs> need to hire a business consultant or a strategist um, this person can help you do a multitude of things that you haven't really probably thought about because we're so uh, vision driven as entrepreneurs and as uh, owners of our brands, we don't necessarily see outside of the tunnel. And so I think having a brand consultant, a business consultant, strategist is multiple, you know, multiple names for that type of field, but mm -hmm. it's, a, it's invaluable because you do one, you don't know it all. Okay. Um, right. I have, I have a background in HR, um, I have a background in computer technology um, and I am creative. However, okay, with all having said that, I still am not a numbers gal. I hate discussing numbers. <laughs> I hate talking quarterly anything. Why? Yes. You know, like, I mean, you never want to talk, you wanna talk <laughs> about, <laughs> you know, crystals and you want to talk about energy. I'm here for it. But the moment we start talking about any analytical data, I'm out the door. I don't really want, I need to hire someone specific for that. So yes, it's, um, it's an invaluable investment, I would say, to um, get yourself someone, you know, even if you do just a consultation, um, I think mm -hmm. that consultation opens up doors that, you know, if you have a good branding consultant, that consultation will help you see things that you probably didn't see before or didn't think yeah. about before. So, yeah, it's a, I say invaluable um, because you can't yeah. do it alone. You know, it, 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 and, and if you want to talk value, then it's very valuable because it adds um, definition or it adds um, it just refines your business process outside of what mm -hmm. everyone else see there's something going there, there's this operation behind that 
And so they can just help them kind of map that process. I think it's an invaluable um, uh, business transaction. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree. And, you know, you mentioned in the beginning of, you know, just talking about this topic that, you know, you know what your strengths are, right? You're creative and you like to talk about certain things. And as a business owner, a lot of times people do what they're passionate about when they're starting businesses. But when it comes to the actual business aspect of things, those things become a mystery. So I consider that kind of like a weakness. So it's important as a person to know what your strengths are. And in business, you can play on your strengths, but you have to realize that when you're starting a company, it takes more than just what you're good at or what you're passionate about to get the business functional and profitable. So that's really the value of a business consultant is someone who can come in and help you with your weaknesses. You're not good with numbers, the analyticals, the day-to-day processes, that type of stuff. You, you're That's not really a strong suit of yours. So to lean on someone else to help you so, bring so up I, that piece of the business is valuable. So yes, yeah, I, I would say, I wouldn't say it's not a strong suit. So I can do it. I despise <laughs> it. I don't like it. And so I would much okay, rather. Too. I mean, if it's something that you don't enjoy, I mean, that's absolutely. where the cost I don't of paying it. for it, right? I if don't, you don't enjoy, enjoy it. it. You know you need it. You just pay somebody else to do it. That's how who I feel wants about to, Who wants to talk about expenses all the time? I okay. don't enjoy that. I don't. And I, we could talk <laughs> about these good. <laughs> Get away. Talk up. about That's these me. good I'm numbers. Like, girl, what is the numbers, girl? I mean, did we hit our mark this month? That right. Oh. Me, I don't right. worry about no marks. I'm just I'm just in creativity <laughs> mode. And if right. people like what I got going on, I want to do more of it. If I can be of service and people enjoy it, then that's my happy space. Um, because right. I do I, what I do. I, I do what I love to do, which is, you know, talk energy, tap into healing, helping people refine, you know, or elevate themselves, you know. So I'm excited about that business. Does it make me money? Yeah, it does. Um are there costs associated with running a business? Of course it is. Um, and <laughs> and that, that's when you have to, you know, humble yourself and kind of, you know, say, especially if that's not a part of business that you, like you said, that you like. Because if you don't like, you probably won't put that much effort into um, tracking it, which is something I lack a little bit. But yeah, yeah I would say having a consultant is, is a pretty invaluable um, asset to anybody's company. Yeah. And I mean, we're all a work in progress. And, and the thing about the thing about the things that you don't like to do in your business, when there are necessity, knowing your your analytics and different functions that are kind of a necessity, it's imperative that you, if you don't like to do it, then you need to get someone in there that's going to help you because right. you're going to quickly be out of business if, if you don't uh, pay attention right. to those things. You'll just be, you know, have a whole lot of fun stuff going on, products and things that you want to give out, but then you won't have any money. You'll be in a negative and, you know, the snowball effect of having closed doors uh, because you didn't take care of that aspect of your business. So right, moral of the right. story, invest in a business consultant. And I'll leave you with this tip and point. When you're looking <laughs> for a consultant, please make sure that they are someone who is skilled and what you need. Uh, you know, when you're doing your consultations, it's to see if you are a right fit for that person if they can right. help you with whatever it is that you need in your business, because everybody's not going to fit, it'd be a good fit. So that's the beauty of the consultation. You get to iron out to see, okay, well, here's what I need. Can you, can, can are you the right person to help me, you know, 
get this solved. You know, right. are you the right person to help right. me with uh, figuring out a solution for this challenge that I'm having in my business? So that's another tip um, when choosing a, a business consultant. Okay. okay. I agree. Right. So um, last question that I have, and this is more or less on the lines of like uh, something that you don't really like to talk about. Mm. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> talking about, you know, just finding those systems and platforms that suit your operations, right? So, you know, we've kind of had a discussion about, you know, you as you were doing your rebranding and how, you know, uh, you started out on one platform just because, you know, you wanted to get started and you thought it was what you needed at the time as far as like, you know, processing orders and keep keeping in touch with your customers and things of that nature. But then you transitioned over to another platform, which was probably should have been the first one, but is more suitable option for your company right now. Can you talk about that aspect of it when you're you're finding those foundational platforms and when i say platforms i'm talking reference to like your um customer relations management systems like um quickbooks and like paypal and like shopify and those type of things so okay so a little bit um when i first started again so this all ties into like things you do in the beginning, you know, before you just run off and go start. Sometimes businesses fall in your lap. You you stumble across something that you're great at and you want to go ahead and expand it. But, you know, if you're going to really do that, do take some time out to invest, um, chat with a consultant. um, Because I think I've had had I done that, I'm a very off the whim type person um, and very impulsive. But had I done that, I probably would have figured out what was best for my system ahead of time um, or what systems were best for my company ahead of time. So I initially started out with Wix, which was like a really quick, easy uh, way to set up a website, throw a couple of images up and throw a couple of products and boom, you know, you're online, right? You have an online presence. Um, But as my, as my customers and traffic began to grow, I realized I needed a more fluid system. Um, and my, in my personal opinion, Wix is okay for like very small businesses. You do transactions here and there. Um, I was doing transactions every day. And so uh, I went and converted to Shopify, which was able to manage like all of my customers, my customers' data, um, shipping and fees for shipping and collecting of taxes for per state. And so it was more, uh, a little more complicated, but necessary to run my business function uh, efficiently. So I, I converted to Shopify and I'm already kind of, so I think that I have an edge as it relates to like websites and uh, managing data online, because when I'm have a background in HR and two, I, you know, I have a degree in uh, computer technology. And so it wasn't very hard for me to run with it, but I found it to be the better option um, converted to Shopify. So I, I utilize several pay systems, but you got to kind of know which is going to be best for your company uh, as it relates to the fees that are deducted, you know, are you going to cut charge your customers extra? Are you going to up your prices to, to cover the fees? You know, think you got to take all of these things into consideration before you just jump out there, jump on a system, jump on a platform that's going to charge you X amount of percent to do a transaction so that you can get your product out. So right. I, I would, I would say that 
you know, uh, Wix is a beginner's. I, I, in my personal opinion, yeah, you may have somebody that's flourishing on Wix. Um, I didn't find that it was that fluid for me, um, especially as my customer base began to grow. So um, as of now, we're I'm fancy in Shopify right now. Um, okay, fancy. Yeah, fancy Shopify <laughs> right now, um, and it's been um, it's been working for me in my in my business, and it's been extremely efficient, very um, detailed as it pertains to products and customer information. So that is what is working for All us. Right. Yeah, so I, I would say, you know, probably the most important tip here with this question is to identify a platform that you can grow with. Um, sometimes right. when you, you, you choose the frugal option, it's very, you know, rudimentary and beginner, like for a reason, right? Um, Wix, not to knock Wix, and oh, by the way, none of these com- companies are sponsored in this uh, recording. Right, we're not getting, getting paid. paid. We'll talk about nobody's Wix getting paid here, Shopify. okay. <laughs> but if Wix happens to, to reach out or Shopify, oh, yes, to reach like, out, you right? Know, we, I, I let, mean, we will, what you say, we will fancy, let's be clear, <laughs> we will, we will fancy be clear the idea to get the coins, okay? We will fancy that idea, right? Like I was saying. So, you want to you want to choose platforms that you you are able to grow with, right? Uh, Shopify is a very robust platform. They have a great, and you know it may not be the most frugal option because sometimes money drives, you know, our. Um, ice cream outside. Girl, Alexa, girl. Was that Alexa? Oh, she know better Alexa, than that. Girl. She know <laughs> better than that. But go ahead. But you know what? Listen, we we live real lives, okay? My right. to be going off too. We have stuff to do, but um, so uh, yeah. So it, Shopify may not be the most frugal option, okay, but at the same time, it may be the most viable option for your business because it's gonna allow you to grow. So again, that goes that ties into that investment, right? We talked about the that you do in the beginning that you should invest in. We talked about how valuable it is to have a business consultant and investing in a business consultant because that person can help guide you. Through the process right. of one, right. clearing your customers, getting clear on what you need to help grow your business, and then two, ultimately selecting those foundational platforms, customer relations management systems to help solidify your infrastructure. So moving mm-hmm. forward, you mm-hmm. have room to grow and expand. And then you don't have to go back and start all over again once you get to max capacity on some other systems. You know, and, and that learning curve is horrible. I've I've personally experienced it myself, you know. So right. these things that we're telling you are not things that we haven't been through ourselves. Okay. Learn from our mistakes. I think that's one of the biggest things Definitely. I, I learned as an entrepreneur. You know, success leads to because you're gonna you're gonna make learn. Them. Yeah. And, and if I can learn, you know, from someone else's failures to help advance me quicker than me knowing myself, then I'm all for it. So I, I listen, okay. I take advice and I put it into practice and action and then we, we just keep it pushing. So so thank you, Shanice, so much for being a part of the podcast today. I again I'm super excited about having you here. But before we uh before we wrap things up, where can the people find you online? So we do have a very heavy presence online. No, I'm kidding. Um they can find me on Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash Jahari and Lou. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jahari and Lou. Um, you could also visit our online store 
www.jaharianlu.com for all your crystal and energy needs and healing oh. needs. Yes, yes. And how do we spell Jahari? I'm sorry. It's J-O-H-A-R-I and Lou. L-O-U. Okay, Jahari and Lou. Thank you so much, Shanice, for joining me on episode three, being my honorary first guest. Woo. You're welcome. No, no. Thank you awesome. for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you yes, for having me. Yes. So I'm super excited, guys. And until next week, um, in episode four, we're gonna we're gonna take it up a notch and just dive into some more concepts about those humble beginnings. So we're gonna say episode four will be humble beginnings part two. So stay tuned for that. And I'll be tuned in. Yeah, yes. tune in. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Later. So guess what? I'm calling your bluff. If you like what you heard so far and you love the show, head over to Instagram and follow us at the bluff podcast. So you can get sneak peek clips of upcoming episodes. I'll be posting along the way. You can also find me on the web at www.fostersolutionsonline.com on Facebook at Foster Solutions Consulting, and do me a favor, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Your support is much appreciated, and I'm so happy you were able to stop by and tune in today. Until next time, be great, be awesome, and I'll talk to you next week.